Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Friday, October 13th, and we start with local news. After years of negotiations through the county's Industrial Development Board, or IDB, the Murray County Commission will be voting on the next long-term tax agreement with General Motors next week. In 1985, Saturn, then under the umbrella of General Motors, negotiated a 60% real property tax discount for 40 years with the Murray County Commission on the then brand new plant in Spring Hill. Currently, General Motors is attempting to finalize negotiations with the Industrial Development Board of Murray County for an extension of the original amended agreement at a 50% discount until 2045 on the original plant real estate plus the new 1.4 million square foot paint shop expansion. These negotiations began on July 7th of 2020 when GM officials John Blanchard and Troy Kennedy advised then IDB Vice Chairman Bobby Harris and Murray County Mayor Andy Ogles that General Motors was about to spend $2 billion on a plan expansion. So in their opinion, Murray County should extend the original pilot agreement until 2045. Now, after three years of negotiations, GM and the IDB are seeking termination in year 38 of the 40-year original agreement to extend the discounts with a 20-year extension. There are some dissenting voices in the county who believe that GM should be paying more into the county's tax coffers. The discrepancy between the land and buildings payments by General Motors versus the payments made by Nissan and Volkswagen are significant. Rutherford County receives $3.9 million from Nissan annually, while Hamilton County receives $3.3 million from Volkswagen for plants that are 30% and 73% smaller, respectively. During negotiations in Nashville, then-IDB Chairman Jim Parks presented the previous IDB unanimously approved resolution, seeking $5 million annually for the land and buildings real estate tax. GM responded by offering $1 million until 2045. The current deal has the IDB seeking county commission approval on $1.2 million for three years and $1.5 million for two years. Then the IDB would renegotiate via a probable assessment value lawsuit. According to former Industrial Development Board Chairman Bobby Harris, if you compare GM payments to the other auto plants in the state, you can estimate Murray County has been underpaid by millions over the last 38 years. At a three dollar to five, or I'm sorry, at a three to five million dollar per year shortage, the citizens of the county would lose sixty to one hundred million dollars over the next twenty years if the pending deal is approved. The county commission will vote on this issue on Monday, October sixteenth. If voted down, the county and GM would go back to the negotiating table to work out a new deal. The Murray County Budget Committee unanimously approved $75,000 to hire a lobbyist to fight for a bill that would generate funds from new construction to support growth in Murray County and other fast-growing counties in Tennessee. The full commission will consider the funding at its next regular meeting. Elected county officials are laying groundwork to support the bill that would amend the existing state County Powers Relief Act passed in 2006, which could help growing counties statewide to secure more funds from new construction. The proposed amendment would allow high-growth counties like Murray County and others which qualified to enforce a new adequate facilities tax at $3 per square foot of new development, an increase from the existing $1 per square foot, to solely apply towards, towards school capital expenses such as new school buildings and maintenance costs. 
This is a statewide bill that a high-growth county can use as a tool to help alleviate costs, Representative Scott Sapicki said. This would help counties like Haywood County, with imminent Blue Oval City growth, for example. It's very difficult to pass a bill that's county-specific, but this amendment gives ability to other counties to adopt it when they qualify to implement it, he said. According to the uh, to a 2007 Attorney General's Office opinion, the existing County Powers Relief Act strives to generate revenue for school capital for counties through adequate facilities tax based on growth criteria and other stipulations. If passed, once a county hits a certain growth criteria, that county could begin to enact the bill. The act also says that no county shall be authorized to enact an impact fee on development or a local real estate transfer tax by private or public act, a stipulation that Murray County officials have said hinders its powers to enforce any other impact fee-driven legislation. Representative Sipicki sponsored a previous bill referred to as the Building Impact Fee Bill, along with Senator Joey Hensley, who sponsored its companion bill, which two versions failed twice in House committee over the past two legislative sessions in the 113th General Assembly. The newly proposed amendment is Murray County government's attempt to try it to once again address funding for growth, primarily targeting ways to pay for school capital. School capital costs triggered a 31-cent property tax increase in 2022 in Murray County. Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt ran on a platform in 2022 vowing to secure funding to support growth in Murray County, the fastest-growing county in Tennessee, according to the 2020 U.S. Census. Over the next several years, more than 15,000 new rooftops will be constructed across the county, which city and county leaders have cited during numerous public talks based on the number of new building permits issued in Columbia and Murray County. Leaders say that the growth will continue and believe the county should capture revenue to support that continued growth for the future. I never thought I'd sit here and support a lobbyist, Murray County Commissioner Gabe Howard of District 8 said on Monday. But after his experience supporting a bill last legislative session expanding the Duck River scenic status, he said he realizes the need. There would have been no way for the Duck River bill to pass without a lobbyist and activist groups and Scott Sapicki's hard work, he said. Mayor Butt agreed that a lobbyist could help secure bipartisan support for the imminent bill. Lobbyists are able to allow both sides to see the benefits of the bill, she said. Since the first of the year, Representative Sipicki has been meeting with the commission and other various groups periodically to discuss the makeup of the draft bill, crafting it in a way that has the most potential for drawing bipartisan support for passage. The Murray County Commission summed up the purpose of pursuing state legislation in a previous 2022 resolution. Counties that are in high-growth areas, especially in certain parts of Tennessee, are at a disadvantage and the cost of growth are being placed upon individual taxpayers rather than the development paying its fair share of the increased costs, the resolution states. Cities in the state of Tennessee are allowed to collect funds from developers that are related to growth and are allowed to have additional impact fees, but counties have been limited from doing so. This is still a very heavy lift. Sometimes you have to keep whacking away at it. This seems like something counties can get behind, Representative Sapicki said. The next session of the Tennessee General Assembly will convene on January 9th. Murray Regional Medical Group has been recognized by the American Heart Association and American Medical Association for its commitment to improving blood pressure control rates, earning Gold Plus level recognition as part of Target BP. The Gold Plus Award recognizes practices that demonstrate a commitment to measurement accuracy and in which blood pressure 
High blood pressure is controlled in 70% or more of the affected adult patients. Murray Regional Medical Group scored 78%, making it one of only four providers recognized in Tennessee. Heart disease is a number one cause of death in the U.S., and stroke is the fifth leading cause of death and a leading cause of disability. High blood pressure or hypertension is a leading risk factor for heart attacks, strokes, and preventable death. There are 121.5 million U.S. adults living with hypertension. Unfortunately, less than half of them have their BP under control, making both diagnosis and effective management critical. Addressing blood pressure management is key for better cardiovascular health and critical today when heart disease and stroke continue to be leading causes of death for adults in the U.S. Murray Regional Medical Group President Nathan Miller said, High blood pressure is a leading risk factor of heart disease and stroke that can often be prevented or managed if diagnosed and treated properly. Murray Regional Medical Group is committed to helping our patients better control their blood pressure, and that commitment has resulted in this recognition, he said. Target BP is a national initiative formed by the American Heart Association and American Medical Association in response to the high prevalence of uncontrolled blood pressure. The initiative aims to help healthcare organizations and care teams at no cost improve blood pressure control rates through an evidence-based quality improvement program and recognizes organizations like Murray Regional Medical Group that are committed to improving blood pressure control. By committing to helping more people in southern Middle Tennessee control their blood pressure and reduce their risks for future heart disease and stroke, Murray Regional Medical Group is taking a key step to helping more people live longer, healthier lives, said Dr. Yvonne Commodore Mensa, Target BP Advisory Group Volunteer and Associate Professor at Johns Hopkins School of Nursing. Murray Regional Medical Group's participation in the Target BP initiative shows its dedication to turning clinical guidelines into lifelines for patients and their families, she said. To learn more about Murray Regional Health's FQHC practices, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash FQHC. Duck River Jam, a community event intended to raise awareness and funds to fight a proposed landfill along the Duck River, will take place at 1 p.m. on Sunday, November 5th at Cherry Theater at Columbia State Community College. The event, which will feature performances by local musicians as well as a silent auction, is being organized by the concerned citizens group Protect the Duck River. The group has advocated against plans by Louisiana-based Trinity Business Group to build a 1,300-acre trash disposal complex at as close as 1,000 feet from the Duck River at a former Monsanto phosphate processing site in Murray County. The property contains multiple Superfund sites and is mandated for EPA rehabilitation because of hazardous waste contamination. Protect the Duck River was previously involved in successful efforts to convince state lawmakers to pass legislation designed to designate that that segment of the Duck River as a Class II scenic river. In April, Governor Bill Lee signed the new law requiring certain water resource projects to be permitted. Trinity Group filed a lawsuit in May appealing the Murray-Marshall Solid Waste Regional Planning Board's rejection of its landfill application. Funds raised at the Duck River Jam will help defray legal costs for opponents of that appeal. The Duck River is the most biologically diverse river in North America, as well as the source of drinking water for more than 300,000 people in this community said Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder. The Duck River Jam is an opportunity for Middle Tennessee residents to support this precious, fragile resource while enjoying a great day of music and fun, he said. For more information about Duck River Jam or to purchase tickets, please visit duckriverjam.com.
Columbia State Community College recently recognized 11 emergency medical technicians and 22 paramedics upon completion of their programs during the summer 2023 EMS pinning ceremony held in the Cherry Theater. EMS Academy faculty are exceptional at producing competent practitioners, and I am thankful for the work they do for our students each day, said Greg Johnson, Columbia State EMS Academy Program Director. We are also fortunate to have an incredible group of clinical partners that pour into our students on each clinical experience they attend. The EMS Academy at Columbia State continues to deliver an outstanding job at readying practitioners each semester for the communities in our service area, he said. Summer 2023 EMT completers achieved a 100% first attempt pass rate for the National Registry. The success of these students is phenomenal when compared to a national average first attempt pass rate of 70% as of last year. The paramedic class also had a 100% first attempt pass rate on the paramedic National Registry psychometer exam compared to the national average of 72% as of last year. This makes several cohorts cohorts in a row with a 100% first pass rate on the EMT National Registry Cognitive, as well as two paramedic cohorts within the last three years with a 100% first attempt pass rate on the paramedic National Registry Cognitive exam, Johnson said. These student cohorts continue to show the quality of a Columbia State education, he said. EMT certificate completers also have the option to pursue the General Technology Associate of Applied Science degree by combining coursework from two certificates with general education courses to complete a personalized degree program, of which nine graduates completed. An EMT provides basic life support at the site of illnesses and injuries, assisting with transport to the hospital. Paramedics are healthcare professionals trained in the advanced skills needed for rendering care to the critically ill or injured patient in the pre-hospital, industry, or emergency room setting. Paramedics perform all of the procedures described for EMTs, plus give oral or intravenous medications, read EKGs, do endotracheal intubations, and use additional complex equipment. Each program provides students with the necessary didactic and practical training to perform life-saving skills. Additionally, students learn to work alone, as well as in squad-based environments. These new EMTs have demonstrated the ability to achieve academically and become valued emergency services team members, said Dr. Kay Fleming, Columbia State Dean of the Health Sciences Division. Being an EMT from Columbia State is a source of pride. In the paramedic program, highly motivated students and exceptional faculty spend an intense year together, ensuring completers are paramedics that everyone is thankful to see in response to emergency situations. The program's effectiveness is confirmed by a 100% first attempt pass rate for the National Registry and 100% in-field employment rates, she said. Students who complete the one-semester EMT basic certificate are promptly hired for entry-level EMT positions and have the option to continue at Columbia State for advanced EMT and paramedic credentials. Students who complete the 12-month paramedic certificate are in high demand for exciting positions with great earnings potential. For more information on attending Columbia State as an emergency medical services student, please visit www.columbiastate.edu forward slash EMS. Columbia State also honored 20 radiologic technology students at the pinning ceremony in Cherry Theater. The class of 2023 has a bright future ahead of them, said Rose Hobby, program director and associate professor of radiology technology. Our amazing clinical partners helped provide the graduates with hands-on training, allowing them to gain critical thinking skills necessary to be a competent and efficient member of the healthcare team. Our graduates are ready to serve the patients of Middle Tennessee. Many accepted positions prior to graduation. 
Our program faculty are happy to call each of these graduates an alum of Columbia State, as they will represent our college well. Program graduates must take and pass the American Registry of Radiologic Technologists board licensure exam in order to secure employment. Currently, the five-year average first attempt pass rate for Columbia State is 90%, which is above the five-year national average pass rate of 87%. Columbia State's radiologic technology program is a rigorous 22-month program in which students learn imaging science in order to become a radiographer and work in a variety of settings, including hospitals, doctor's offices, and other health care facilities. Upon completion of the program, graduates are qualified to produce images of patients' internal structures for use in diagnosing medical problems. Columbia State's Radiologic Technology Program is accredited by the Joint Review Committee on Radiologic Technology. For more information about applying to this competitive admission program, please visit www.columbiastate.edu forward slash radtech. And now, your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Philip Andre Galinas, 62, material handler for Landmark Ceramics, died on Monday, October 9th. A gathering for Mr. Galinas' friends and family will take place on Saturday, October 14th, from 5 to 7 p.m. at Town Coffee in Mount Pleasant, his favorite coffee shop. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of clouds and sun today with a high of 78 degrees. Winds will be out of the south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies giving way to occasional showers overnight. The low will be 58 degrees with winds out of the south-southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. The chance of overnight rain, 40%. For your weekend forecast, we will have mainly sunny skies on Saturday with a high of 67 degrees. Clouds will be rolling in for Sunday with temps dropping. Sunday's high will be 60 degrees. Overnight temperatures will dip down to about 44 degrees. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... 
Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here he goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Your home is your biggest investment. Getting the most for it when it comes time to sell is important. At The Way Realty, we help you get more by providing all our clients with a full-service real estate company. At no extra cost to you, we help you prepare your house to look its best with home staging, landscaping, professional pictures, marketing on all the major websites, touch-up repairs, and home inspection repairs up to $700. Get more with The Way Realty by reaching out to us to see what we can do for you and to find out the market value of your home. Visit us today at thewayrealtytn.com. Call us at 931-580-4669 or stop by our showroom at 800 Hatcher Lane, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrelis and the great team at The Way Realty. 
I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Tennessee is hiring nearly 20 contractors to build a massive $415 million law enforcement training center on state property in Cockrell Bend. State officials broke ground recently at the 600-acre site located near River Bend Maximum Security Institution, where death row inmates are housed in North Nashville, joined by law enforcement leaders from across the state. Department of Corrections and Department of Safety and Homeland Security offices will be housed there, along with training facilities for state troopers and officers, including dorms, a driving track, and canine kennels. This site represents one of the best examples of interagency cooperation Tennessee has ever seen, Brandon Gibson, Chief Operating Officer for Governor Bill Lee, said at a recent ceremony. It represents the future of law enforcement training in Tennessee, and this site represents the Governor's and the General Assembly's dedication to law enforcement in this state. Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally and House Speaker Cameron Sexton, both members of the State Building Commission, supported the project, and Governor Bill Lee credited their backing with helping fund it. Sexton noted it provides a long-term vision for the future of law enforcement training. Lee said he started touring law enforcement training facilities statewide to check on conditions after he took office nearly five years ago. I remember walking through facilities where tiles were missing and 40-year-old bathrooms and bunk rooms that I wouldn't want to stay in, and I got a vision that day, almost four and a half years ago, that we needed to do something different, Lee said. Besides the Law Enforcement Training Center, the Lee administration put $150 million into a violent crime prevention fund, $60 million towards state trooper bonuses, and funding to hire 200 more highway patrolmen. Nashville's booming tourism industry launched its uh, launched it into a prosperous post-pandemic recovery that eclipsed all other major U.S. cities, according to a new national report on the health of America's urban cores. The study, authored by Philadelphia's Center City District, names Nashville as the most improved U.S. city since 2020 in terms of workers, residents, and visitors. The results of Downtown's Rebound, the Data-Driven Path to Recovery, were presented this month at the International Downtown Association's annual conference in Chicago. The 72-page report analyzes 26 downtowns, finding that most of the economies have not recovered to 2019 levels. Nashville, meanwhile, has achieved 100% recovery, returning Music City to 2019 economic levels. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. With Halloween just a few weeks away, now is the perfect time to snatch up that perfect pumpkin for carving. And there will be plenty of opportunities to score your next jack-o'-lantern in Columbia this weekend. Hidden Bee Farm, located at 753 Carters Creek Pike, will have its annual pumpkin patch open for customers starting at 9 a.m. every Thursday through Sunday through October 29th. Admission is free and also includes hay rides, mazes, pumpkin painting, an escape room, and opportunities to interact with the hidden bees rescued farm animals. Satterwhite Farm at 3005 Shegog Lane will host Pumpkin Paradise from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. every Friday through Sunday through October 29th, starting this weekend. Pumpkin Paradise will feature many fall activities, including swings, slides, a hay maze, a gravel pit, and much more, including a hay ride where you can learn about farm animals and life as a farmer. Murray County Parks and Recreation will also continue its annual pumpkin hunt at Murray County Park, located at 1018 Murray County Park Drive, through October 23rd. The hunt will include a series of clues to be found around the park, which is estimated to take between an hour and an hour and a half. The first clue is located at the Kids Kingdom Playground. For more information about this year's hunt and how to submit clues online, email emclean, that's E-M-C-C-L-A-I-N, at murraycounty-tn.gov. Winners will receive a large pumpkin and free goodie bag. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. I'll be back on Monday to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great weekend.